Woods. It doesn't matter if you're ready because we're recording, nigga. Oh, I, you, anybody heard that at the beginning? Uh, I was lying. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Off Space Podcast. You're host with the motherfucking most Chuka Offer. And your favorite, Muff. I don't curse anymore. Co-host. Yes, sir. As you go offer. How are y'all doing today? Fuck how y'all are doing. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Time out. <laughs> we have a little bit different week for y'all. Y'all getting a special extra episode this week. We had some more time. We're thinking about it. I mean, y'all may see a couple more of these. Who knows? Don't expect nothing. Don't expect nothing. Why'd you throw that on? No, no. I'm going to call y'all. Why'd you throw on that little accent? Don't think I didn't hear it. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> how you been this week? Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm doing good. Been stressed but blessed. Uh, every day has been kind of a just like grind, dude. Honestly, I've had back to back tests, and it's just been like managing all that. But at the same time, working and still trying to see friends because you know, a keeping up good relationships and being a good friend back to the people who are, uh, care about you. But you know, I could not be mad at it, and I'm happy. Yes, sir. And I mean, you know, this episode is going to be a little bit more lighthearted than the regular episodes just because we're not going to have as much. What do you mean lighthearted? We stay lighthearted. We stay lighthearted. <laughs> but because <laughs> we... On a somber note. Because <laughs> we don't have... Um, what, oh, we're not doing as much pop culture. We're going to knock out some of the big shit, obviously, that's happened from since the last episode. But, Dude, whoa, you skated that. How are you doing? Nigga, fuck how I feel. This is for the fans, Are nigga. you good? Yo, this is for the fans, why are nigga. you so angry right I'm now? I'm wired, is bro. It coffee? I'm wired. I told you the I'm second cup up. is dangerous. Now I understand why niggas got a coke addiction. Bro. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> coffee and certain prescription drugs are definitely just cocaine in its purest form. It's fire. But no, I mean I'm doing straight. Let's move on. But um <laughs> I'll tell people more about how I'll do it on Monday. But just so y'all know, school's a bitch. <laughs> I feel like at some point. At least one in every three podcasts was a bitch to you. School's always a bitch. Fuck that stupid ass establishment. Fuck higher education. Fuck all that shit. But the funniest shit, a few funny ass things happened this week. What well, happened, man? Thanks. Thanks for asking. I mean, you know, as Brother Nature would say, everybody eats. Wow. But one person didn't get to eat this week. Whoa. Hold up. Who? Lizzo. Ooh, Lizzo, and uh, speaking about it, her Instagram's Lizzo eats. That's definitely bad marketing. <laughs> no, you no. should definitely not, as a bigger woman, you should. I mean, I'm not gonna say something because I'm not a bigger woman, but it's just like I feel like that almost puts it into like the um, the stage animal that people were watching because of certain things, kind of category. Like she's very talented. She's very, very talented. But, I mean, why would you kind of play on the one funny thing? Or she's making fun um, of it. I feel like, A, she's either making fun of it or she's, like, just really into it and just doesn't give a fuck. And, like, she's okay with that being her her image. And if, like, past that, she wants to propel that as, like, yes, this is a part of me. Which, you know, for better or worse, that's just what she's doing. So it's not like I don't even think she's aware of what's going on there. Because, come on, you made your name Lizzo Eats. Like, you know exactly what the fuck's going on there. <laughs> You're just kind of like, you know, you're into it. And if other people are into it, I guess, you know, do your thing. And but, uh, so did you see the drama? The juicy Did you see drama? the thesis? Anyways, um... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, come on, man. Lizzo, <laughs> Lizzo was being flamed up on Twitter and all social medias this past week because of the fact that oh, she ordered some food from Postmates, apparently, and the food never got to her. And what she ended up 
doing was tweeting out a picture of the Postmates driver and tweeting at Postmates talking about, man, you're lucky I don't still fight, blah, 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 like all this shit, bro. Come on, bro. Somebody's ready to fight. I'm like, nah, I'm not about to try and clown here. What are you going to say? Because I got some, I do kind of feel like, uh, a type of way about this situation. Not about the clown, nigga. What? The second Lizzo tweets, bro, my hand, I wish my hands were still certified. I would have pulled right back up to her house, nigga. Show me. Show like, you. what the fuck? Dude, first off, you're not going to fuck with somebody who's angry and hungry. Like, that's a whole different combination. What if Lizzo started running at you with the helicopter arms? First off, no, one, no one's going to run at me with that bullshit and expect me not to win. That is not, like, I've been in this same situation literally a week ago. So me and some friends went to a Braves game and, you know, went to some bars and whatnot after and were just drunk, had the drunchies, and wanted to get some food. Protecting other activities that only added to us being more hungry, but won't dive into that too much. And so we go back to the apartment and we're all, like, finally put together, finally make this Postmates order to have our food delivered. And it took a while to get it done, especially when you're ordering for 10 people. Uh, <laughs> 10 people. And they're all drunk. So it took it was a mess, like, organizing this. But we finally got it done, finally had it ordered. And it was taking about 40 minutes to get to us. So keep in mind, we're tracking the order. So we see that the person had it made. It's getting delivered. It is a minute away from our location. And all of a sudden goes dark. <laughs> goes as dark. And keep in mind, we ordered a lot of fucking food. So and we're just kind of confused. So we're confused what happened. And, you know, they're just not getting back to us. We call the driver. She's not, it's just y'all not listening. Like, not trying to answer, whatever. And so... A buddy of ours called, like, Postmates. He's like, we're getting our fucking food. So, calls Postmates. They're trying to talk to them, trying to get, like, something handled or whatever. And so, I think all is, like, going well and everything's taken care of. And we're waiting forever. I end up falling asleep. And so, you know, when you wake up after you've been drinking or whatever, you're in, like, a foreign place and all these things. The one thing that was still on my mind, even in the fog of it all, is where it was my McDoubles. Where were my McChickens? I looked up and there was still no food. I was ready to fight everybody. Wake up everybody and ask where the fuck my food was at. <laughs> I want to find that driver, really. <laughs> That's funny as fuck. But I, I'm going to say what Lizzo was getting reprimanded for. And then I'm going to ask you first before I give my thoughts. But what she was getting reprimanded for basically by the internet is people were saying you were too big of a person. No pun intended. That's really not her size. Just like popularity and the fact that she has millions of followers. Number one song in America. And she put this girl's picture out on the internet. So then... Um, now, now that you have people, someone's picture, public enemy, etc., you have your little hive that may attack her, okay. might try to do weird shit, and then you're jeopardizing her job for what could have been like a $30 order, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's what she was being reprimanded for, and before I speak on how I feel about it, you go ahead and hit it. How I mean, in that, that? in that vein, that is kind of fucked up, especially like, you know, in the wise words of uh, Spidey's, you know, um, aunts and uncles. With great power comes great responsibility. And Lizzo got to understand that she really got clout right now. So you can't go out putting a normal person just on blast for running off with $30 worth of food. That's foul. But at the same time, I understand where the frustration came from. But I feel like this all ties back to taking a deep breath, analyzing the situation, and calling that Uber and going to go get some food. <laughs> just That's one thing, too, that kind of... The only thing that threw me off... I will say, and that's hilarious. We really did skip over heat checks, but it's fine. It's fine. We'll get into that after the Lizzo topic. But the one thing that really did trip me up is the fact that Lizzo is a multimillionaire, super yeah. popular multimillionaire. Yeah. So you, it's not just the multimillionaire fact; it's the super popular fact. So yes, you're 
you're upset because you know you should have gotten your food but she's most likely on tour she's most likely not at the crib she's most likely flying around doing something and when you're moving around like she is and you're that big of a star it's like you always have either security or some members of your team around and a lot of times you know how we wanted to make jesse the intern you always have somebody that you can just send off to get you some shit. so while i would have been upset yes you do have someone in that room that you could have just sent to just go buy you some food because you're fucking Lizzo. That being said, I agree 100% with what she did. And I know that there's the danger you could have put this person in, all this kind of bullshit, yes. But one is that driver could have called me if there was a real emergency. You know Bro, what I'm saying? there was an emergency. She ran off with the food. But, That's what know. I'm saying. She could have called me. She could have texted me. If it was an emergency situation, that's something that I would have felt bad. But one thing I will say now, just like I told you, I'm about to be the biggest sellout ever if we get any sponsorships. Oh, my goodness. Waist trainer companies, leggings companies, makeup companies, like all of the companies that dudes normally wouldn't promote, mm. please come for Chuka. Because yeah, <laughs> I'll wear whatever y'all give me if you pay me. Like, what the fuck? But two, it's like... Also, companies, please beware with your employees. I'm going to be the first nigga to use my platform to complain every single time because I can make something happen. Yeah. So it's like if I if it's Postmates, if it's Delta, if it's Uber Eats, whatever the fuck, you are going to get that tweet. You are going to get the name of somebody and you are going to figure it out for me promptly. You're going to give me free food. You're going to give me a free flight. You're going to give me something because y'all fucked up. It's like I get that. And to an extent, it's I, their job. bro. You, you got to understand. I'm playing devil advocate here because I'm still trying to understand like the other person's other side and all these things. But at the same oh, time, you can play I'm always somebody who, at the end of the day, if I spent money on something, I'm going to make sure I got what was mine. You already know this. Don't do this. <laughs> I've definitely waited for... I'm not going to air myself out like this. You know what? I don't even care. I've waited for 15 minutes to get a $1.29 back because they fucked up something and weren't trying to give it to me. When does my fucking money, you know? <laughs> like At the end of the day, I'll do whatever to get my shit back if it's truly deserved. But at the same time, you could take care of that in many different ways. Like that bitch's house up, bro. Bro, she Send got the fire a family. Squad. Okay. Over. A little Timmy don't need to eat then. You Over a four for four? Over ten four for fours probably, bro. It's Lizzo. Yo, you keep on saying all this. No, no pun intended. No, it was for her team, bro. Nah, shut the bro, fuck bro. Up. That's for her team. She had a lot of people there. She probably put in a big-ass order. Okay, I bet. Jesus, bro. Why do you always jump to that kind of stuff? Do you have something wrong with you? I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm not even going to entertain this bullshit today, but on a side note, he checks. Think about it. Think about this. Yeah. At what point though, is it going to be too much? Because this is something that I've even partaken in, you know, when Apple music fucked up, giving me back all my music and then I still only got back like half of it after I re- uh, downloaded or their subscription or whatever. At what point are enough people going to be complaining on the web about services getting fucked up at some intermediate level? before you stop having like quality responses or anything actually done about it bro amazon don't even give a fuck these niggas just give you your money back you don't even have to give them an excuse you just say yo someone stole my shit is you, that just gonna be the plan you because, send like, them a picture up with for sure if it's a billion dollar company you can send these niggas at amazon a fucking picture of you holding the item and say it's mm-hmm. stolen and they'll say okay i got you with the refund you think shake weight's a billion dollar company no nah, fuck shake weight I think you wanted a refund on yours about a week ago. Yeah, these niggas need to run me my fucking money, nigga. What the fuck? The masturbation practice machine. <laughs> <laughs> like, I already, I'm elite with it. But, <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead on back to the heat checks. What was your heat check for this week? My heat check for the week 
which relates directly to our next topic, is mm-hmm. Big B's by Chance the Rapper featuring Young Thug. Because Big B's is the last song that Chance the Rapper put out that made me feel like it was Chance the Rapper. And then, so, <laughs> I had to go ahead and shout out to the Golden Age, the end of an era. <laughs> I'm going to stop my Chance Lander right here, right now. But, you know, that was a quality-ass song. I know there was some legendary songs listening to that. Real big business. Um, my heat check for the week is by Tory Lanez. It's just released a few days ago, and it's called Pull Up. Really good song. You guys should go check it out. Bro, you look like Tory Lanez, low-key. For anybody who is out there and doesn't know how I look, even though there's profile pictures, even though those aren't the most uh, current, I look nothing like this, man. Bro, you really short as Tory Lanez, low-key. Get your, get your shit off ASAP. Ferg. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ferg, by the way. That's funny as fuck. Um, but, I mean, speaking of big Bs, what happened in the newest development for this 6 9 trial? Why are you saying it like that? I don't know. Nah, I like the transition, but at the same time, that was so creepy. Um, <laughs> but we are in an era. Can I ask you for something before you go ahead and like break off? What's up? Right hand on the Bible. You know, no lying on the stand. I'm about to ask you something. This nigga really trying to expose me while the I'm about to ask you something. Please. Are you a member of the Nine Trade Bloods? (laughs) Be honest with me. I don't want to incriminate myself on this camera. I don't want to incriminate myself on this. this. It's not so, dog. (laughs) Say it ain't so. No, I'm not a member of the Nine Trade Bloods, believe it or not. Believe it or not. This man 6ix9ine, for all of our listeners that don't know... It's finally time for his trial that they told us would happen a year ago, and so now um, we're in a we're in an interesting time with social media. Like they have somebody in the trial that they allowed in who is literally live tweeting the dialogue, like live tweeting what is being said while it's going on. So you could sit there and refresh your Twitter timeline and see what's going on in there, which is crazy because of my theory about him becoming a guidance counselor in Wisconsin. There's no cameras allowed, no pictures, anything. They said his hair is back to brown, but the little sketch they put out was this nigga with rainbow. I've been hair. seeing a lot of pictures uh, come out. Are those from like a different court case? Oh yeah, those were from the, the um, first one, the first meeting. Okay. Though. Yeah. yeah, but no one actually has like pictures of him now, especially going into witness protection. You never know what sec or whatever. You never know what's about to happen. But how, what are your thoughts on like everything going around? Because he spilled the beans on a lot of different shit. One thing is like this nigga said a lot of funny ass shit. I'm gonna be real with you. This nigga said a lot of funny ass shit. This nigga is letting names go like a fucking machine gun. Like if you were if you were in the state of New York <laughs> while he was in the state of New York, he's just telling on you. He's just telling people that you existed. You were around. And so the fact that this motherfucker, to the point that he even said in court, Cardi B is a member of the Nine Trey Bloods. He said Jim Jones was a member of the Nine Trey Bloods and all these kind of people, which we're not going to go into street shit. We leave real street shit alone because of the fact that, one, we don't want to get tied up in that. It's real niggas know. I was about to say, that's definitely, like, that's real shit, and I'm not a part of it, so I'm just saying. So, so we're not going to discuss their yeah. affiliations and, like, whatever, like, with the fact that, yes, I believe both of them are actual bloods. I don't know if they're the same sect of blood he was, but that's as far as we'll go with that. But two, it's like, the fact that the internet is tearing this shit up. The internet is tearing this shit up. Like, they're just like, bro, they said fucking Lil Nas X is a member of the Nine Trey Bloods. Is, I swear he DM'd somebody to say, hey, man, make a meme about me being in Nine Trey Bloods. <laughs> bro, did you say they said Rich Bride is a member of the Nine Trey Bloods? He that. quoted it, and he said, this scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> <laughs> like, when you gotta start looking at yourself in the mirror, like, am I part of them? 
Because apparently everybody is, you know. Bro, they're giving him, this nigga giving information they don't even ask for, bro. They said demonstrate the handshake. This man got a fucking, it's like he was on a talk show and he got an audience member to come help. And this motherfucker <laughs> was practicing the fucking handshake while up there. Like, they were asking about any of that. They'd be like, yo, so, um, what food did you guys eat this morning? He'd be like, all right, it was definitely shoddy. Like, this nigga, this nigga, this nigga, I this nigga. I think we were at the Denny's down the street. Uh, I saw him order sunny side up. Like, like, what? I feel like the worst part about this whole situation is if, you know, we understand or are, I think, just speculation that he's going to be in witness protection, and that's really what will probably happen. But the worst part is going to be if he does all this, like, snitching and whistleblowing and then gets, like, five years in prison. Bro. That would be the absolute funniest thing I've ever seen. If this nigga let it fly like this, and then... Is he just dead in prison? He's dead, for sure. He's dead if he's in prison, 100%. And then another thing, another question I have for you is... Um, just, we're gonna get serious for a second and then bring it back to the On a somber note. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. One thing that really uh, made me sad about this situation is... A, everybody could see it coming. B, is that there were too many... With any gangs, period, or anything in the streets, period, you got OGs and you got old heads, right? And so you have people that you can look for wisdom and you can look for um, yeah, just like a detail of what's going on and like how you should move, you know, life experience, etc. You should have OGs in every Mentors. Mentors, it's the same shit. And so I'm just very sad that a dollar, you know what I'm saying? A dollar was enough. For these people to kind of switch up on their morals a little bit and the reason i say that is because they didn't meet until the first music video for like gummo right and gummo that gummo music video six nine apparently the way he's saying it is he apparently said yo who knows some bloods basically got like all the bloods he can for that music video and then just said. became one and so and then um became one afterwards because they all saw a money opportunity because this kid was obviously a star yeah. but it's like and I get it, hindsight's twenty twenty, and everybody sees things perfectly looking back, but it's like, if you already see this kid's a star, you see potential, the whole music industry, at least previously, and still now, to an extent, was run on muscle. Like, a lot of the people you can name, like, even old white superstars and shit like that, I'm talking about 40s, 50s, 60s, it had, like, the mafia behind them, etc. They weren't affiliated, they weren't members, it's just the easiest way to get connections, yeah. pull some strings, move around and be safe, whatever. And so, a lot of members, currently today have gang connections behind them but still they don't affiliate you yeah. know what i'm saying they don't necessarily join so they could have had a partnership or some shit like that but they fully blessed this person in right and then went for it to make as much money as possible and what they got a year and a half out of it do you think that what happened lost a lot of people and lost a lot of people in a lot of years of their life too so was that money worth it no but hindsight once again is 2020 but then we look on it even more it's like is there anything... Well, you're you're actually a funny person to ask because I know the answer to this because this nigga says that he's the people's champ and the fucking uh, anime protagonist. But... I mean, man... It's, can you see a lapse in your integrity and or morals for money? Uh, every day, I ask myself this with, like, different um, things I'm presented with. And every day, I return the same answer, of course... Because I'm, I haven't been tested to a certain extent, even though I have in like my own way, even on a smaller scale. I want to say that my answer is going to be firmly no, because I feel like, especially at this point in life, I've had like maybe the last two years or so, 
that I've done some like deep existential like searching on what it means to live for me and what I want to get out of life. And I feel like man's measured by mainly by two things, his values and his goals. And so break going into the value side of it without breaking down, I guess, like my whole philosophy too much for me personally, I believe in not selling out essentially who you are and what you want to accomplish because somebody's trying to give you like some golden ticket or whatever. As, like if, an easy if, way if out. If the golden ticket comes at no price to what your morals are or your values, go for that because you're living inside of like your predefined, uh, your like pre-designed path. But for most of these like kind of bullshit things, they're not in it for me. So I'm not going to fall prey to them because no matter if I got like that million dollars, $10 million, whatever, I have to live my life in my body with my mind afterwards. And I would know that I was never going to be happy because of how I did it. Exactly. And it's like, that's what essentially selling your soul is, you know, it's like, you know, this isn't you, Mm -hmm. you know, this is does not align with anything you believe in, but you are willing in that moment to give up your morality, you know, your integrity a little bit because of the fact that it's going to be a quicker route to some of your goals. And I feel like, and that kind of goes into just, um, it goes into kind of like how we talk about like, and it's not just to bring it back, but just seriously, like Nipsey, Mac, etc. Mm-hmm. Like those motherfuckers live life along aligning with who they were, and then became some of the most respected people on the planet. Mm-hmm. Like these mother, a lot of people think, "Yo, I'm gonna get 800 Billboard hits and this, this, that, all this money shining, whatever." But once the money goes, everybody's time is up at a set at a mm-hmm. point. So once the money goes, once the shine goes, what legacy goes, did you leave? What legacy did mm-hmm. you leave? You and know? so I know it, it. It really does place like a heavy importance on how you're going to affect others and what kind of an impact you can make and you're not going to make as positive or as large of an impact if you're somebody that's been wishy-washy with what they believe in because no one's going to follow you if you don't even follow yourself exactly and so on top of that too because there's even past that like on an intrapersonal level once you cross that line you could find and this is like conversations with people and whatnot who have sold their souls on certain things that they don't even agree with and things like that. It might not even be big shit or whatever. Like you could find peace with what you've done and like live life, but there's no coming back from that in a sense. So like you're, you, cause everyone knows you've been, it's not even like everybody, you You know, know. so you're tainted in your head. It's like, that's something I never thought I would do. And like, I, I fucked up, you know? So you get all the billboard hits, you get all the money, you get all the fame, accolades, et cetera. But at what cost? When you can't sleep at night, you can't look yourself in the mirror because you compromise who you are. I was about to say, like, people can get mad at, and that's why I always make this joke, but I'm like, I'm being dead ass when I say it. Like, people can get mad at me for a lot of things, but they can't get mad at me for being myself. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to be happy. They can, but I'm not going to care because I'm perfectly content with that because that's all I really value. Okay, so that was a good answer. Look at that. Look at that, man. Mr. Morals. <laughs> nah, but all jokes aside... Um, I do want to give a shout out, prayers out to all of the families affected by all of this nonsense. And I do want to give a shout out to um, Shadi and all of them that got locked up. Because at the end of the day, I think 6ix9ine was the only one telling. Like, yes, they made a mistake, right, by even um, having that lapse in their morality. But it's commendable, it's respectable, and all of the above, Shadi and all of them, because it's kind of like the street code and yes one thing we have to accept the fact of in 2019 is codes are dead for the most part in mass yeah in mass but when you see people sticking to their code in situations that are the hardest like 
this man shoddy he said we do not bend we do not break it's treyway right Mm -hmm. and then he's not telling he saw that he fucked up he saw the time he's getting Mm -hmm. and he's just like i mean i gotta do this time and i'll be out when i get out and i think that's respectable yeah obviously you can't tell what you would do in a situation but just seeing the fact that they didn't bend and they didn't break in the eye of adversity when they even realize that it is the end for them and there's only one option to expedite things that's commendable to me i feel like that takes a lot of self-awareness though to just understanding like it sounds perfectly fucking obvious, but what you're doing and what the repercussions of them are even before, like, you actually get caught up in some bullshit. Because, like, these individuals are perfectly aware things can go wrong. And so if they go wrong, this is what I'm going to do. So when they actually uh, when they actually do go wrong, they're like, well, I knew this could happen. And now that it has, I have to deal with it because I put myself in that situation. That's why so many people talk on, like, stay out of this shit. Especially if you don't have to, because I'm not trying to reprimand people who are doing this to like really provide for families and like really trying to get out of the mud to like take care of like their little siblings, like dying parents, like poor, like poverty stricken families. Because you can't judge individuals like that unless you've been in their shoes. I'm not even going to try and walk in that because that's I have no place in it. And so. I'm not even talking about individuals like that. I'm talking about, like, the people who just wanted to come up on some cloud or make, like, a fast buck. Like, if you put yourself into these positions, you have to be ready for the repercussions and deal with them accordingly. And that's what I'm going to say, too. It's just, like, this street shit is real. This street shit is very real. And this street shit, it looks very funny in the light when you don't have a base understanding. I have a base understanding of it because of my life experiences and some of the people I've rocked around, but I never claim any of that shit and I never claim to know any of that shit or act like I do. So it's like, these motherfuckers for the most part though, they get blessed in in like middle school, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Middle school, early high school, and then of course you're in it for life once you're in that yeah. shit. So you can disassociate, but you're still a blood, you're still a crit, you're still a GD, you're still whatever you are, right? And you know that shit in your heart but it's like you could tell when a motherfucker gets in that shit like 18 19 20 in their 20s or some shit it looks funny because of the fact that there usually is an ulterior motive there's a lot of people getting extorted for protection and they believe that because of an image they have because they want to look like a tough guy that they need to start paying off this paying off that so they can be a part of something when you can just be your motherfucking self and then back to what Ezigo was saying with realizing the repercussions of your actions It's every action has a consequence, whether it be good or bad, because people only take that word as in in, with negative connotation. But then you think about the fact that you have micro actions that you make, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you drink all night, just even something small in comparison to this, if you drink all night and it could become huge, you drink all night and decide to drive. You made that decision. Yeah. So if you get into a wreck, if you kill somebody, if you kill yourself, you have no one to blame but you being in that car drunk behind the wheel. Mm -hmm. And so if you get slapped by the big dick of the law, pause, then it's like you're the one that has to face those actions and you don't need to start crying and you need to start this and you need to start that because you made that decision, player. Like, you were the one that decided to do that shit. I know it's funny because it's not funny, but when you're younger, you tend to come at things with a little bit different of a mentality. And I know it's funny because without divulging too much or going too much, like, we would have conversations about, you know, me when I was younger and how I carried myself and just like, oh, blah, 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 and things are never going to happen to me or the world can't beat me down or blah, 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 because I just felt invincible. And so if the, it ever did arise, like, I didn't know how to deal with the situation because I was like, that was never going to fucking happen to me until some shit, real shit happens to you. And it's like, look, thank God you get out of them perfectly fine. But after that, it makes you think. 
do you really need to, you know, play play with the devil like this? Do you need to keep uh, walking on this tightrope of, you know, getting yourself in trouble or putting yourself in bad positions when you know exactly how bad it could turn out? And so I'm saying, like, from firsthand experiences, I'm walking straight at you, feel me? I'm walking on a very clean path right now, you know? Can't get caught up by bullshit. That's what I'm saying, because, like, just, I like to be as transparent as I can on the pod, like, when I have an opportunity to divulge a little bit of my life. And it's, like, just... Just as a small example, you all feel so invincible, right, when you're younger, especially because nothing bad has happened to you. We grew up in a nice area, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? We weren't impoverished or we didn't grow up in an area where bad shit like that happens all the time. Like, when I was at Macintosh, like, and going to those huge ragers and parties we had every fucking weekend, dog, drunk driving was like a sport. It's like everybody I knew would go out, get blackout, and this is hundreds of people at the same party and everybody drove home. No one stayed at that fucking place. And so the fact that all of us are still alive is crazy at this point. And <clears throat> those are some things you don't think about when you're younger. And even then, like in high school and like early college, just like, like bro, in high school, obviously, sorry mom if you're listening, but it's like, the areas we would smoke weed and shit like that, bro, we would be standing, like, behind a bush in the Target complex. Oh We'd be, God. like, just standing in the most obvious, stupid-ass places yeah. we thought nothing could happen to us. You'd be smoking in the parking lot. Like, you know what I'm saying? The parking, lot, open. the parking lot of school rolled up blunt. Like, it's like, it took me getting fucked up when I was 19 by the law, you know, when I got arrested, for me to, like, now, oh my goodness, it's like, I, I'd be heart palp, like, the, you, it's, it's a shit you start scratching. Heart palpitations whenever I got, like, a little bit of tree on me in the whip. Like, I cannot have tree in the whip no more. It always is point A to point B. That's I, just dead. Like, I definitely <laughs> don't even, like, drive around with any semblance of weed or, like, THC product on me. Bro, it's what? Like, it's like, back. only if I have to, if the dealer's not trying to deliver, bro. Like, shouts out to the dealer, dealers that deliver now though like y'all are loved <laughs> to like be fair, i don't even smoke like that anymore of course like of i've course. cut out a lot but i'm just i'm just saying yeah. in general but one thing we will say to wrap this topic up is new york you you're on the clock now new york new york you have 365 days for me you know why you have 365 days because y'all definitely just lost a lot of street cred y'all lost a ton of street cred oh my goodness like bro you know how many niggas in new york i called because I didn't want to believe the 6 9 shit at first. Because I'm not going to be naive and say he doesn't make good music. Because that nigga made fire music. I was one of the people that enjoyed the shit out of his music. But the whole, you the whole image sure. seemed very funny to me. So before I let myself really dive into his music, I was a little later because I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna buy into this clown shit. I called so many homies in New York, niggas with real street cred or niggas close to or around that shit, and then no one told me he wasn't uncertified. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was saying, Nah, I mean, I've heard he's the real deal. I've heard he's the real deal. I've heard this. I've heard that. And I was like, All right, whatever. Like that's cool. Hop into it. And then looks so funny in the light. So New York, you just definitely dropped down on the list a couple of pegs. So Atlanta's still above you. Chicago's still above you. LA still above you. Yeah, <laughs> you said LA? Oh, I LA can't say anything. No, about LA's you. a war zone. Though, I'm so. not gonna say anything about LA. So, no. uh, shout out to my West Coast. Yeah, friends. we love LA, West Coast, you know me, but um no, LA's a war zone. I'm not messing with LA. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna skip over that topic. On right to the now. next thing. But on to the next one. Um, <laughs> let me look at the docket real quick. I'm sweating. Whoa. <laughs> Move so carefully. Um, <laughs> the Area 51 raid was today. How about saying, that? I'm just saying. Are dude, you sad you didn't get to go hang out with your brethren? What do you mean? I did. I just ran back. I pre-ordered my Naruto shoes and I ran over there. I'm so happy. I already called this 
Arms up and everything. <laughs> Niggas were really Naruto running behind the fucking camera. That shit. Dude, was the Twitter video I saw of that with the dude just popped behind like the cameras on the recording. <laughs> All jokes aside, though, I did run the mile with the Naruto hands behind me in middle school, and I thought it was gonna make me look faster. Hindsight, I look like a fucking loser. But anyway, this is <laughs> hindsight, huh? I'm pretty sure while it was happening, this no, was... while I was happening, but I knew I had to look like a loser, right? You had to know. <laughs> I thought I was cool. Once you're committed, though, it's like, I'm committed. <laughs> but, but it's like, I called this month ago. I knew you million-ass fucking people weren't going to show up. A decent number of people did show up. I was surprised at how many showed yeah, up. Yeah, how many? No, I, like, how many ended up it being looked like It looked like, I would say, a couple bands of people. Like, at least a few. What I say but that's still not fucking the million people. I didn't say they were all going to show up. I said like a few thousand are going to pop up in this thing. And so I'm happy people weren't dumb and actually bum rushing and shit because the government was about to target practice. This was going to be like fucking... Um, Tiananmen Square or something? <laughs> bro, relax. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I'm not, I'm not trying to laugh. I swear to God, I'm not trying to say that and stop laughing after. But really, this nigga said they like Tiananmen Square. Stop it. These niggas was going to look like fucking... Um, what's that game that Adam used to play the fuck out of? Counter-Strike. Remember how this nigga would warm up on bots on Counter-Strike? But that was how the government was about to be with y'all niggas out there. Just pew, 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 headshot, 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 headshot. If y'all got close to any of their secrets, they're about to let the clip fly. So I'm happy no one was retarded. Because you're practicing their double wild. <laughs> Everybody. Shout out to my people who played COD, you know. <laughs> so Bro. that shit was funny but we just had to mention the area 51 shit i'm happy people aren't dumb and then the last like social topic and not i mean the pop culture topic that happened this week is antonio brown got released from the patriots because apparently another accuser came forward once again i don't want to give any merit to the accusers yet and this isn't taking away from them it just i want it to be it's still guilty until proven. yeah no innocent until proven guilty. innocent until like, proven guilty i yeah. i want to keep that standard up because of the fact that because of social media so many people have turned it into guilty until proven innocent and so many people's careers and lives get tarnished off of the first effect like the usher shit it came out that this nigga never gave this woman herpes and she was tripping right mm -hmm. and but this whole he already got slandered for a month or two oh my you know i promise you some people still think he has i'm herpes, sure for sure you know and that's the danger of social media like something happens and then everyone instant believes it until it comes out no this really didn't fucking happen but it's too late at that point which there definitely needs to be changed laws on this so that people that are targeting celebrities and rich people they only go after it if they truly believe that happened you mm -hmm. know and don't just roll the die because with how it's set up at the moment you can just keep rolling the die on lawsuits and hope that something sticks for you to get money because i feel like because there's no repercussion for the targeter because it's fucked up i understand you know especially in marginalized groups that haven't always been able to like say something stand up for themselves and say something there's a lot this huge emphasis nowadays where it's like as we're getting older and we say we're the generation that's going to change things there's this like almost over like enthused like feeling that people get when they're like, I need, I need to expose these individuals. I need to hop on it because I need to show support. No, it's like you need to show support for people that like, you need to show support for our justice system handling things the right way. And you need to force the justice system to handle things the right way so that it doesn't get abused like it has been in the past and only benefits certain individuals, but at the same time, so you don't ruin the livelihood of others. Because what happens when you're in those shoes? What happens when you're a just person exactly. who's getting accused by somebody for something that you did not do or that 
you were never around just because of who you are and then your whole image gets tarnished and you got to go back home to family and friends and then you realize you don't have any friends anymore and then you realize you might not even have some family members that you thought were really going to be ride or dies because everyone left you because they thought that you were a fucked up individual even though you didn't do anything even though you potentially could have and then it's fucked those people afterwards when you figure out like they're really on some bullshit but you know for antonio brown himself that's kind of fucking insane, dude. I'm not going to lie. Hold on, the drama before, around this man? I haven't seen NFL drama around a person like this since who, to be honest? And before we go too far into that, I wanted to build on your point a little bit to go back. It's just like everybody wants to be successful to an extent, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you want fame. I'm not saying you want fortune because this happens to regular-ass rich people, too, with the targeting shit because people notice a bag and they think I can get something easy out of it because there's no fucking repercussions for crying wolf. Crying wolf should be a prisoner. A mm-hmm. prisonable offense. Like, genuinely, I think someone should go to prison if you lie on somebody and can tarnish their Dude, image. if you follow a and false police report, you get fucked up. But, like, that needs to be kind of... But it, that's what I'm saying. It, it has to be expanded upon. And I say this because... Mm-hmm. Think about it like this, right? Like, I know you're somebody that, like, super is protecting your name. You're like, trust me, For we are squeaky sure. clean. Like, you're trying to be good. And so, think about this. You hit your first mill, right? You hit your first super bag. And then, some girl that you made out with at a party six years ago says yo my car payments due this month my rent's due everything's not looking that great so as go just hit a million dollars we've hooked up before i'm gonna go say that there was sexual misconduct there i i just i pray dude and you know exactly how i am like like drake with his situation didn't you see he's suing the girl back that said that because mm-hmm. they proved it wrong and now he's suing the shit out of her because it's like that's not okay. Like, you make it so much worse for actual victims. There are so many homegirls of mine that I know that have for real been raped. Like, for real been um, sexually touched in a wrong way and men's for real sexually violated. Yeah. And all of these grown-ass men think that women are always crying wolf because of you fucking gold-digging-ass bitches out there that go out of your way to make up a false story to get some money. And that's not good. Like, that's fucked up. And I'm not even gonna lie, though. Like... Bro, and like even on the flip side, you know how it feels to like honestly to be on the other side of it though, and you know what I'm saying. But it's like you can't even say that shit as a guy because then you'll get like kind of fucked up. And I'm not trying to go on that too much because I'm not trying to like the woman side of it because this is real shit and happens way more to women, obviously. But at the same time, it happens to guys too, and it's like oh, I was definitely preyed upon. I've definitely been. I don't know how much you want to talk on that. I won't go into crazy. Well, definitely, I'm not. Dude, I got the other day. I had some some weird shit happen to me that of course everyone's like oh like it's cool and all because you know it's like the guy, but at the same time it's like. If the guy is happening to, if you're not into like the girl and things like that, like it's weird, you know. And like I'm, when people come up to you and start doing weird shit, I know I'm not gonna go on the situation too deep right now. Not because I, I'm afraid to. Like we'll definitely have like a better episode to like divulge this information and really deep dive into it. But I've definitely been preyed upon. I'm definitely one of the only men I know that has been like sexually touched in like a way that he really did not want to happen, right? But. But people always look at it like, still getting pussy, though. Ah, uh, Chubby, you get hoes. Ha, ha, ha. You know, like that kind of shit. And it's like, no, it's that's like, weird because I didn't want that to happen. You know, like, I feel like the, the worst part is, though, people who, like, make you feel like that. Like, hey, dude, why are you being such a bitch? It's like, those are niggas who don't get pussy. It's, so it's always like, those. So it's like, you don't understand, like, I, I guess, like, having sex or, like, hooking up and that shit's cool and all. But it's cool when it's consensual, you know what I mean? That's it's cool when you're into it. But if I'm not into it, do you know how that feels? You know what I'm saying? That's a bottom line. Like, yeah. just because I'm the one 
big I'm the one big black person in the room. You don't have to test the theory about black penis and then walk up and come grab my shit. You know what's like, the worst part? I hate when it happens from like black girls though. <laughs> oh, for sure. Because that was definitely one of the people that was a part of that situation. The other one was mixed. We're not going to go into it too crazy. But it was a whole ass group of white friends too that just watched as they did that shit. That to was me. the same <laughs> shit the other day that happened. I'm not going to. Not exactly like that, but I know because I know what you're talking about. But I don't know where that straight off from. And there was a point that I wanted to come back to and kind of say oh you know that's dead in hell at this and point. then we were going into how crazy now that the somber stuff is done to get into the jokes was that really Nigga, somber though it wasn't that somber because we didn't make it sad but dog the fucking <laughs> antonio brown like shit the jokes have been hilarious though i'm gonna be honest with you because he got released from the pats this week and he was on the patriots for exactly how much 11 he days. i don't know how much for of the contract he even gets for like, a game 200k but no he, he'll get more than that. 300 no more than that like sincerely more than that because if you break up his 16 games into the 9 million with like and what the x million with this much guaranteed he's gonna get some money from them but the tweet one tweet said this nigga antonio brown played one game with the patriots like a -a make-a-wish child that shit made me bro i was in tears (laughs) we're gonna give you a chance but don't worry Bro, those jokes are hilarious, bro. The fact that OJ Simpson fucking puts out a video, he's like, I lost Andrew Luck within 20 minutes of me drafting him for my fantasy team. I almost sent out a text to Antonio Brown. And now, I wish I sent that text. I could have probably <laughs> saved him. What's up, Twitter world? <laughs> OJ on Twitter is nuts, by the way. Like him and his videos. Do you think the sports network is going to really pick him up? I think a sports network might I don't have comments on show. that because I don't know. But at the same time, like, dude, that's a talk for a whole nother day, to be honest with you. You want to move o- into OJ what? getting his own show is a talk for a whole nother day. You want to move into the next topics, then? Um, <laughs> we can. I'm just going to say, I feel like Antonio Brown has more drama around him than the Real Housewives in New Jersey. I mean, Antonio no, Brown no. has more drama around him than literally any <laughs> any reality TV show I've seen recently. That like, shit is nuts. Back to back to back. I've never seen this shit. One of the most distasteful things, though, I'm going to say for real and this shit really made me sad, is this man is going out extra sad in this situation. The way he tweeted like a picture of Nip- uh, he tweeted he? out like a picture of Nipsey today. And he was like, they hate you when they notice the power you have. Bro, and you I gotta like, stop. I was like, what? You gotta stop. Please stop comparing yourself to a man like Nipsey Hussle. You know he's gonna have the documentary coming out this year. <sighs> Not Nipsey, by the way. I'm talking about Antonio Brown, if y'all didn't know. For sure. But like, you know what I would pay primetime money for? Like, yeah. I would honestly pay IMAX prices to go to theater and see this, to see the 6 9 documentary. If they make a documentary of this shit, bro, that would be the funniest documentary of all time. I need the 6 9 30 for 30. I was about to say, no, that's, they're doing 60 they're gonna black out, 60 minutes. They're going to black out his face. It's going to be him sitting in one of those fucking chairs. Which one's going to be crazier? The 6 9 60 minutes, the Johnny Manziel 30 for 30, the fucking, like, I'm not, I'm not going to throw D-Rose in there, but how do you feel about girls calling you daddy or poppy during sex i'm not gonna lie for the longest time i was adamant about like that shit's weird until i actually started like more consistently hooking up with girls and then it was just like i'm not gonna lie i'm kind of into that shit like honestly like i'm not older it, it depends on the age range now too because i feel like i'm getting older keep i'm only 22 y'all but if i hooked up with, like an 18 19 year old that's kind of weird to me i don't know i might have to dead that but uh I had older women calling me Poppy Rowe. That should feel nice, boy. When you're like... <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, like me, I had weird-ass sexual kinks back in the day. Like, weird-ass kinks. And for one of them, like, it was like an easy button. 
Like, you could be fucking a girl, drunk dick, like, really, you feel, see no coming in sight. And then the second she calls me daddy while she's throwing it back, it was like, eject! <laughs> like, like, it's like, get him out of here! But, <laughs> but, like, as soon as, um... So, so this is my finishing move? Within the last few years, and I don't know if it's just because the girl I'm with thinks that shit is weird, like, or it's just me getting older, that shit does seem kind of weird to me. It's like... Which is a complete switch, but I am also the dude. I'm gonna give it up. You know what I'm saying? It's, we t- it's weird when you're in a full time, like not a full time, when you're in like a long, a, a serious relationship over a while, and both of y'all aren't trying to have kids. That you hear that because it's like, ooh, <laughs> this feels like a trap. Nah, if she hit a, if she hit the Latin voice, don't call me Poppy though. I'd still let let it fly, let it fly like the birds in the sky. Your semen, your semen, they're both talking, just singing like pew, 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 birds pew, pew, in the traps. <laughs> Bro, that shit's gonna sound like a Star Wars battlefront scene. Just. Pew, pew, <laughs> it's like Travis got raging. These days are just gonna let that shit fly. But like, you know, main thing to go into though is the reason. I, one, I will say this before I sit here and flame white people, like I'm about to flame white people. It's oh, it I have to flame myself first, and to take us to the next level, I'm happy to divulge some information because I know this man Ezgo is never going to. What and do you so, mean, dude? my weirdest sexual kink that I had from the age of 16 till. I will be real. I think it was 16 to 20. I think it was a little longer than it should have happened. Bruh, I used to make girls refer to me as, and some women listening to this probably have been in this situation. <laughs> I used to make girls refer to me as king while we were having sex. That's weird. I'm not going to lie. No. Wow. We were just having a conversation about narcissism before the podcast started, and this does not help your case. At all. I'm not narcissistic. <laughs> no, shut the fuck up. Bro, that shit's weird as fuck to me now, though. I grew up. But I mean, what age, bro? <laughs> I just said 16 as, through 20. Refer to me as your highness. Bro, they have king. Bro, you. king, your highness, all that shit, though, while throwing it back. Like, one of my girlfriends. Did anyone have self, like, did anyone do that? Every one of them did. Every one of them. Every girl I hooked up with from 16 to 20 years old called me king at some point while we were either giving me head or while I was fucking them. 100%. <laughs> A real nigga want it gonna happen, but <laughs> why do you want it? <laughs> why did I want it? That's a question. Why did I want it? I don't know. You're That's watching weird. too much porn. Maybe I was narcissistic, but watching too much porn is funny because that goes into the next thing. Yeah, it's I feel like every one one um tweet I saw earlier, which, which kind of triggered this topic, is one of my homegirls. She tweeted some shit like, "Do white people really be saying shit like cock during sex?" And then I was like, "I was like, bruh, that makes me think because we grew up in a ninety-seven percent white area. Most of my first experiences were with yeah. white women. So like, when you're younger and inexperienced, you refer to porn a lot of the times. So like, that's when dudes used to think that you have to jackrabbit the bitch to like mm-hmm. get off. Like you had no stroke game, so you're sitting there like, this is the only way she's gonna come." I gotta go hard. Thinking that you have to fucking fucking plus ultra power drive the bitch till you're enjoying it and you, you know. But dog, some of the craziest shit has been told to me in the bedroom when I was younger, and you know it was like these girls were reading a Lisa Ann monologue. Like you'd be in the bedroom with this girl, and she'd be saying, "Yo, I'm ready for that big black cock," and you're like, like, "What?" (laughs) Dude, I'm telling you, I heard this shit at a party because a girl was talking like she was indubiously horny. Yeah. <laughs> so, keep in mind, so I'm chilling and like this shit was kind of dead but at the same time we're youthful we're I'm, we're all like 19 and shit so everyone's kind of on the prowl just trying to get some like you know what it is whatever and so that didn't scare me scare me off even though it should have like obviously like how horny she was going up to, around and all these things and she just comes up to me she's like do you have a BBC and I was taking off guard I was I was definitely taking off guard I was like what she was like do you have a big black cock 
I'm trying to fuck and I haven't tried one. I was like, what? Are you serious? <laughs> like, I, I started asking. I was like, like I, this was playing in my head. I was like, there's no way you're fucking real right now. Like, Bro. is this a porno? Like, are you okay? In the little group chat before, like, the fucking, um, I won't say her name and incriminate her, but before the MILF shit happened, like, the little group chat I was thrown into that set me up for it, dog, the ladies in there were saying the craziest shit about black dick. And it's just like, bro... It's like, kind of fucked up because like fetishizing people. It's for sure it's time. fucked up. But it's funny to look at in hindsight, obviously, because I don't let myself be fetishized anymore. Yeah. But I let myself like fuck for a while because that was sex. That was a lot of it. Like I was enjoying myself. So, well, but, like, it but, like, but like when girls would say oh, shit like, dude, fuck me harder, daddy. I'm ready for that cum. I'm like, what? <gasps> what? Where do you want me to put it? And you're like, okay, that's not bad. All right, girls say where you want me to put it a lot because, like, obviously, mm-hmm. where do you want it to go? But, like, when they will, when they say shit and the porn moans, bro, the porn moans. Because having sex with girls, some girls really are loud in the bedroom. And it's mm-hmm. hit or miss, like, depending on the situation. But it seems like now that I've got that I've get now That was close. That was no, close. No. Look at that. Then we have to actually edit. That's why I'm being very careful not to say names here. But it's like... <laughs> The older I get, like, when I had, I had a lot more sex in my um, 20s, right? You and say it, 20s like you're in your I'm 30s. 25. I've been in a relationship for two years on and off. Yeah. And so, uh, it was just, like, late, like, the 20s. And it was, like, even though I was having a lot of sex at that time, I knew I got a lot better at sex, too, because I started giving a fuck, working on stroke, like, all of that shit. Cool. But... You would see loud sometimes, but you could always tell when the girl's enjoying it. Yeah. But like 16 to 20, once again, it was 100% hit rate. You would always get the loud screams like the, ah! like the fucking yells <laughs> and shit. Like, yes, daddy. Like yelling and Literally, shit. It's the like, fuck. The, the weird thing is though, because I feel like you say this with such a like vehemence, it makes me feel like there's no way, you know? I feel like, except for the way, smaller, the way smaller percentage than you think, it was just like, I like saying regular that shit. individuals. It's like casual, like when you're actually into it, into it. But it wasn't on some like weird moaning shit, except for one person. And I, this was like my my second sexual experience. And so I'm not trying to give the person away. But if you could think who that is, and this was like after the lesbian chick. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like <laughs> very like she was on some browser shit. Like definitely on some like. You could, you could tell when it's different, though. And I say that, like, these girls, bro, it'd be like, back then, my finger would be almost at the vagina and screaming would start. It's like the fucking recording had to press play. And you're like, wait, I'm not even, I'm not even there yet, bro. I'm not even, this isn't even my final four. <laughs> now, I'm not even about to say shit that makes me sound like an asshole. But I was about to say, bro, the funniest shit to me was like, I remember this one chick, obviously... I'm probably gonna get in trouble after this sexual segment, but that's cool. But I remember this one chick, like wow. I had like getting I had in trouble for your history. You hate to see it. I had get in trouble for your present and your future, maybe. I had four fingers in there, right? Oh, never mind. You're definitely gonna get in trouble. <laughs> I had four fingers in there, and I remember this girl just looking at me with a dead face, like dead straight face, like you like that tight pussy, and I'm like, Are you just? <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know they're just reading off a script because it's like even you don't believe that at this point. All right, this was a good All episode right. of the Oz. <laughs> All right, let's 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 get off of this one. Bro. That's forty as Um, but how about um? I mean, speaking of sexual encounters, you said you had a question that you wanted to ask me. That I feel like that was gonna be funny, but I can't remember because you never asked me. You said you were gonna save it. 
See, this is why I need to write shit down. My memory just be jumping around on shit like that. Oh, this is what I wanted to ask you. All right. You really do remember that's crazy. Go on. All right. So speaking of sexual encounters, and because we've already spoken about people not understanding situations until they've been in other people's shoes, do you um, believe it to be morally bad to be the other person knowingly? So when he says that, because you have to like you have to say more than that for people to understand. Okay, and I will I will preface like, I will preface this and give it some give it some um, background so it's not obviously like you were a predator and you were looking into someone's relationship. Because believe it or not, and a lot of listeners probably aren't going to believe this shit because of my past and my history, but it's like I've never once been the other person in a relationship by looking to be the other person in a relationship, right? Like it's always been like a... Like the side name. Yeah, it's always... It's never been me seeing someone in a relationship being like, yo, I'm gonna go fuck that up. It's been like, this girl got horny. This girl knew that Chuka Offer... Like you say no to ratchet pussy, Chuka Offer can't. Shout out to Juicy J. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. went for somebody they knew wasn't about to be a weirdo and was about to go for it. So here are my thoughts on that. And they've definitely evolved over time, especially like... No, no, no. I will say this just because I don't want to seem like a liar. There was one situation five years ago. One of Wow, you used to me as giving dates? No, somebody... <laughs> no, it was, it was five or six years ago. Someone pissed me off, and I fucked their girlfriend. All right, but anyway... Why would you even say that? That's because, you no, because I don't, I don't want to, online, I don't want to I seem like... I don't want to seem holier than thou, though, because I said I've never looked yeah, for yeah, yeah. That I was the you. one situation I looked for because someone pissed me off. Okay. And so here are my thoughts on it because, again, over time they've changed because I've grown as a person. I've become, I guess, more like... But once again, it's they look for you. More sexually discovered and all these things and it's more open with myself and more, like, secure who I am. Earlier, more of, like, the early me, teens me and shit, would think, nah, like, I'm going to hit on whoever. Like, it doesn't matter. And if they fuck up, like, that's on them. And then... I grew up a little bit. We realized that's kind of fucked up. And, like, I don't believe that somebody who's on the outside of a relationship should really try and engage with an individual who they know is in a relationship. Regardless if they know if that relationship is going bad or if it's going well, they should not engage because they have no place in it. Unless they know that that person's polyamorous instead of, like, this is not a monogamous relationship. However, if one of the individuals inside that relationship is actively seeking you out now and you're not going for it all of us are human beings and at the end of the day i don't even want to say like i only agree with it if you fall prey to seduction because that's not it because at the same time like you might not even have to be like heavily seduced but if that person's seeking you out knowing they're in a relationship i i really don't have problems with that and at that point it's not on you it's on them and their relationship and you can only hope that like it doesn't continue or doesn't persist under like whatever means but at the same time i feel like do you but also on one note it's like you don't also have to dive into it just because somebody hits on you that's in a relationship even if you are into them again if that's still like weird territory for you don't do it because at the end of the day why engage in something sexually that you're not fully comfortable in of course you know because that's all that it comes back to a being respectful to people so you don't fuck up shit intentionally but if they want to like i don't want to say destroy their own shit but if they want to like do their own thing then you can partake but only if you feel comfortable in the situation okay i see that and i know i'm someone that took a little bit for longer to mature Mm -hmm. in situations like this but i will say my thoughts have changed from what they used to be because my thoughts used to just be straight up like if they go for me i don't give a fuck if you're dating the president i'm gonna fuck you but now it's like you have to understand as an adult you should be able to have Mm self-control you should be able to have self-control and i will say that but but if i have no clue who this nigga is Mm -hmm. I don't care. 
like and but 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 I can understand where you come from on a bad sense. But the reason I even brought this conversation up, mm-hmm. and the reason I asked you this question, is because so many people act holier than thou that have never been in the situation. Mm-hmm. Like it's so many dudes out there that never like women don't get women attention, don't look for women attention, whatever the case may be, right? That are sitting here reprimanding, yelling at, and acting like this about a certain person when they've never been in the situation or could never be in that situation. So, to be fair, me personally, even if, like, the person approaches me, um, it would take a lot for me to really still engage at this point. I'm just really trying to steer clear of people in relationships regardless of any shit because, like, I'm way too focused on myself and what I want to have any extra bullshit drama added to me because if you know me, I'm not the type of person that engages in drama a lot i steer so far from that shit because it's just a distraction and i've never enjoy it so it's like if i never get any pleasure out of it it only deters what you actually want in life i just kind of chalked it up like it's not for me so if i could help it then i'm gonna stay away but then again we're all human so i'm not gonna lie there are people probably out there and situations where it's like with that badasha huh Come on, man. It's like, <laughs> I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm really a sap, and I'm not trying to say this on some, like, one-point shit, but, like, we value personality out here, you know what I'm saying? And I will say, like, all jokes aside, especially, like, with my past, etc., like, now I do believe I'm the kind of person that would steer away as well, just because of... Not the repercussions, because I've been in some funny-ass situations because of that shit. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, some hilarious situations. Like, dude showed up to my place of work to try to beat my mm. ass. And then he saw how big I was, and he said, never mind. And he went back to the shoe section to look for something. Like, him and his homies fake acted like they was looking for shoes and then left my store. <laughs> that shit was funny as fuck. But, like, really going back, it's just, like, just avoiding unnecessary drama where you can because... I will say this, I truly do believe in karma, and whether it be good or bad, and however you feel about the situation, I did feel like for a three, like for a few year period of my life, that every bad thing that happened was probably in relation to some dirt that I did in the Mm -hmm. past. And so now it's just kind of like a steer clear for your own self-preservation. Dude, as soon as like animals started fucking with me is when I started to believe in karma. (laughs) Because I understand it's just like life works in a way where it rewards you for being good or rewards you for what good you put out there and definitely shits on you for what bad you do even though like bad shit happens to good people anyway sometimes like that's just life as well like bad shit could happen to any of us it's just like try and put as much good out there as you can and on the same time i do want to like uh, pedal back a little bit because i said something that i do want to even like take on a further talk i know you kind of haven't been in this position for a minute because you're in a long-term relationship i know that's something you take very seriously even if like this talk might get you in trouble quote unquote like that's just the truth of it you know um but for me personally, like, you know, we're talking on when it's people inside relationships or whatever, like actually seeking you out and things like that and where you could fall prey to it. I feel like no matter like the sexiest person, to be honest, not let me not say that because that's not true. Rihanna but, dating someone. That's not know. true. Come on, man. I'm, I'm in that shit. Like, oh, my God. I'm, Michael Phelps. Phelps. I'm, Rocky, I'm Olympics you know Michael Phelps oh my collecting goodness. my fucking gold medals in rihanna i don't care if she's married Dude, can't stand to that's the fucking loop, mob leader bro y'all gonna have me hanging in that video but, <laughs> I'll, I'll become <laughs> but what i'm trying to say is a certain amount of looks don't really matter i feel like it's usually the person where it's like this is a dime a dozen personality like if this shit's getting fucked up to where they don't even like want this shit to work out they're coming for me all right you never know but i won't go into that too much because i'm also not trying to like sound like 
a little scumbag because I'm really not. It's just like life is what it is, and a lot of people can't be holier than thou because we're all human and fall prey to certain shit that isn't even always morally wrong. All right, talk your shit, Pastor Esgo. Well, I think that was a definite good like side episode of the podcast for sure. So shout out to the brother, the blood over there, and don't Much tell love Nye, to you, my man. Don't tell Nine Trey about me. But one thing we will say is please like, comment, subscribe. Love you guys. Always going to try to put out the best content and whatever the fuck content that we have for y'all. But my name is Chuka. My name is Ezigo. And this is Off Space. Space, space, space. space. Yeah. <laughs>